Happy birthday, Rex. Keeping you in my prayers. Hello, God morning, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm just so happy to be here, and I'm so glad you guys have chosen this daily podcast to follow. Our numbers are growing and everything is going good. Our demographics in 18 to 22-year-olds has risen. But we need some help in 23 to 27. So if you know anybody in that age group, please encourage them to listen. Um, Because there's a word for them, I hope and I pray. Okay, I'm dedicating today's podcast to D in New Jersey, representing the East Coast. She's my best friend. She's a devoted listener. And she came across a beautiful passage about what is prayer. So she shared it with me. I'm sharing it with you. So here we go. Thank you, Dee. What is prayer? Prayer is a devout petition to God. It is a spiritual communion with God. And it is the act or practice of talking to God. When the word prayer comes to mind, we have a picture of what that looks like. Maybe it's a pastor behind a pulpit or a grandmother kneeling next to her bed or a group of women holding hands in a circle. Regardless of your background, you probably have some prior experience with the concept of prayer. If we're honest, most of us almost always kind of cringe a little bit when we hear someone say anything about prayer. The reasoning behind that negative thought process is probably because we don't think we are doing it enough. So when someone asks, have you prayed about that? Or how is your prayer life? We typically feel bombarded with discouragement and sometimes embarrassment. Prayer is simply a two-way conversation between you and God. Prayer is communication with God, plain and simple. And we are in communication with God right now with this podcast. We are praying to God and bringing him in. God, our creator, meets us right where we are. We don't have to fix ourselves or put on a happy face before we come to him. We can come to him when we need his peace, his guidance, and his hope. When we feel no peace, we are completely lost, and that means that we have little or no hope. No part of our messy lives scares him. So, this is exactly what prayer is. 
Prayer is number one, getting to know God. Number two, communicating our desires to God. Number three, listening to God to speak truths to our spirit. Number four, voicing our need for God to help us. Number five, observing God in creation and praising Him. Number six, sitting with God in our pain and asking Him for comfort. Number seven, expressing our gratitude by thanking God. Our prayer life should be less about a short segment in the morning to start our day off right and more about an ongoing, vibrant, open-ended conversation that we have throughout our day with our God, our Heavenly Father. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Bow your head. Father, I give you praise today for showing me glimpses of restoration and allowing your light to lift me. In my storm of affliction, it is difficult to see you working for my good. But now, blessings are removing the burdens, joy is replacing sorrow, faith is overshadowing doubt, and the abundant power of grace is in position to pour out your favor. You always assured me my latter will be greater than my past. You constantly reminded me that you do have a plan for my life that includes prosperity and good. You continuously repeated to me, I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. And now as you move me into the joy of restoration, you are showing me the wilderness experience was essential for my growth and your purpose. Father, I am so thankful for the storms which kept me connected to you. Your perfect will protected me, ministering angels surrounded me, 
prayers strengthened me and your word encouraged me. I realize restoration does not end the constant battle with the adversary. In fact, he merely devises more tactics with different strategies. However, I praise and worship you as a God who is sovereign, a God who constantly reminds me that you cannot lie, a God who speaks and does what he promises, a God who can do anything but fail, and most of all, a God who is a loving Father. Lord, as restoration opens a new door and chapter in my life and your word and promise direct me, I pray for grace to fulfill your purpose. I need your mercy to cover me when I falter. Please bless me with faith to believe and trust you, especially when I feel inadequate for an assigned task. You, especially when I feel inadequate. Provide me with compassion to touch hearts as your chosen vessel, wisdom to listen for your voice, and understanding to comprehend and share your word. I desire to live according to your will, so Father, lead me and help me to follow as you show me the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Romans 8:28 All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some more prayers. The book of Psalms is perhaps the most widely used book in the Bible. It explores the full range of human experience in a very personal and practical way. Its 150 songs run in theme from creation through all kinds of periods in history. The tremendous breadth of subject matter in Psalms includes diverse topics such as jubilation, war, peace, worship, judgment, prophecy, praise, and lament. The Book of Psalms features a wide variety of themes, but the predominant ones emphasize prayer, praise, and worship. The authorship of many of the Psalms is in doubt or unknown, although 73 of the Psalms are attributed to David, and others named as writers are Asaph, uh, the sons of Korah, Heman, Ethan, Solomon, Moses, Haggai, Zechariah, and Ezra. The Psalms were written over a long period in 
Israelite history, ranging from the time of Moses through the end of the Babylonian captivity. Each of the Psalms is a standalone work emphasizing a particular topic. Psalms does not appear to be arranged in any discernible order or according to any particular timeline. As you read Psalms, watch for the life principles that play an important role in this book, such as no Christian has ever been called to go it alone in his or her walk of faith, or peace with God is the fruit of oneness with God, or listening to God is essential to walking with God, or our intimacy with God, his highest priority for our lives, determines the impact of our lives. And adversity is a bridge to a deeper relationship with God. So these are some of the themes explored in Psalms. I want to read Psalm 31. It just struck me and stood out today. Um, And this, of course, is a Psalm of David. Oh, Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap of my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love, for you have seen my troubles and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemies, but have set me in a safe place. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes. My body and soul are withering away. I am dying from grief. My years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained my strength. I am wasting away from within. I am scorned by all my enemies and despised by my neighbors. Even my friends are afraid to come near me. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. I am ignored as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me and I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me, plotting to take my life. But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying you are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant. In your unfailing love, rescue me. Don't let me be disgraced, O Lord, for I call out to you for help. 
Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them lie silent in the grave. Silence their lying lips, those proud and arrogant lips that accuse the godly. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence far from accusing tongues. Praise the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love. He kept me safe when my city was under attack. In panic, I cried out, I am cut off from the Lord. But you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him but he harshly punishes the arrogant. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Amen. What a prayer, huh? What a prayer. Times have not changed that much. Stay with us. We'll be back with more, more prayers. And God's promises day by day. 1 John 4 God is love. Never question God's great love, for it is as unchangeable a part of God as is His holiness. No matter how terrible your sins, God loves you. Were it not for the love of God, none of us would ever have a chance in future life. For God is love, and his love for us is everlasting. Amen. God's way day by day. Psalm 37. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Anytime people set goals for their lives that require great striving, intense frustration, repeated failures, and manipulation of others, that is an unrealistic goal. It is not within the realm of their God-given talents and abilities. It is beyond God's plan and purpose for their life. Now I'm not saying that the achievement of goals doesn't require effort, education, training, or the development of skills. Those factors are always necessary in the attainment of any goal that is worthy. God doesn't give us talents and abilities that are fully developed. He requires that we sharpen them and mature in their use. It's another thing entirely to commit yourself to becoming an opera singer when you can't carry a tune in a bucket. Amen. Commanding your morning. 
Deuteronomy 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. God gave Moses a vision of something that already existed in heaven, the actual spiritual tabernacle. He opened the eyes of Moses and Moses was able to see it and replicate it here on earth. Secret things belong to God, but those things that are revealed belong to man. It is a point of revelation, a point of inspiration where God wants to speak to us all. He knows the end from the beginning and he knows everything in between. And those are the things that he wants to reveal to you. So thank you, Lord, for revelation knowledge. Place upon me Paul's anointing for cutting edge apostolic revelation and Elijah's anointing for prophetic accuracy and insights. Anoint me to discern the correct times and seasons and give me divine strategy for each new season. Open my spiritual eyes that the spirit dimension is more real to me than the natural. Teach me your ways so that I walk in your wisdom and supernatural discernment. In Jesus' name. Amen. And God's purpose for your life. Ephesians 2.8 By grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Some days... You may just need some compassion, someone who understands your struggles and sympathizes with your hurts. But realize that when you accept Jesus as your Savior, you experience God's grace, His benevolence toward humanity, given without regard to merit on our part. In other words, Jesus not only comprehends your pain firsthand and emphasizes and empathizes with you, but he goes beyond that to give you blessings that you don't deserve at all. Grace is a word that remains a mystery to many people, including Christians. This is because deep down we realize that we deserve death. This is why we often question our worth and adopt destructive habits. We are subject to the consequences of the fall, such as stress, emotional turmoil, pain, disease, hardship, and aging. All this takes a toll on you. But out of his infinite heart of love, God has provided a means for you to receive life, to experience what he originally created you to enjoy. This is why Jesus died in your place, so that you might live. Now that's grace. 
You have the compassion you long for. So take hold of it and the life of your Savior that he died for you to have. Jesus, thank you for your amazing grace and your love for me. I praise you. Amen. Bow your head. Dear Lord, we are living in the midst of catastrophic occurrences. Hurricanes, as well as other weather conditions, are destroying our communities and cities. People have lost their homes. They are emotionally devastated. Morals and ethics are decaying. The cries of the hungry, elderly, children, women, and the hurting are relentless and frequently ignored. Clearly, this is a season for us to be visible ambassadors with your heart, your compassion, and your unending love. Father, help us to show our humanity to those in need without any care about their ethnicity, lifestyle, or religious beliefs. Let us be your arms of service and your voice of love and consolation. Make us mindful of the fact that our faith must be manifested in the work that we do for others. So strengthen us so our desire to give comfort and financial assistance does not waver. Remind us that your work is not finished, but it is continued through us. Amen. Brothers and sisters, listeners, friends, loved ones, we are called to continue God's work here on earth. Everything that we do, God is watching us because God is expecting us to show him to others. That's all. We are to show him to others. Amen. Come back again tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Bye for now.